was there to use. Like you only look out for your sort of people. I look around, it's more evil. Gotta see it in me. <laughs> you see, um, every day we go to that funeral. Every day is struggle, but the struggle still beautiful. And doctors don't got patience, but they patience. So they just send them to that pharmaceutical. Tell them that they need drugs, but I know that they need love. I ain't scared of that water violence. The thing I'm more terrified of. I want to step the generation out of seven. Gotta do that now for this voice grow out of reach. And when we meet the people, that's a tragedy. So what you want? The chemicals and calories. Nobody taught us how to eat. Mama gone working 60 hours. Watch for dinner. Well, I was working and cheap. You have a phone fast on the TV. My mama worked the night shift. Still made it out to every single plane. Well, my father sat at home. I promise when I have a what's going on everybody we are live let's see what's going on in here do i have anybody in the chat room yet is anybody in the chat room yet no 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 okay cool well for those that are just chilling and watching what's going on for those, can you guys hear me? Can I get a mic check? One, two, one, two. My mic says that I'm coming in pretty good, but I don't know if, can you guys hear me? Are you guys able to hear me? Mic check one, two, one, two. Any viewers listening in, can you hear me? Well, I can't tell. So I'm just going to be playing the bass and until I get some Q and A questions. You know, so if you guys got questions, shoot your questions my way. Until then, I'll just be playing the bass. How about that? This is more just like 
just to be available for Q and A. Really, it's what I'm what I'm looking to do. Um, you guys see me on a lot of different podcasts. You can hear me, cool. Theo, Coco, I see you. You guys see me on different podcasts. You guys see like the things that I do, and I'm just wanting to like open up this time to be available just for Q and A. Cause I mean, really it's you guys are the ones that listen to my stuff. You guys watch my videos and I just want to be appreciative and talk to you guys like one-on-one instead of just watch me do uploads and, and stuff like that, you know? Um, so really please shoot your questions my way. Um, I'm here. So when I see a question, I'll pop in and answer it. Or if you guys got a comment or something, let's just talk. Let's just chat. Let's just see what's going on. Like, there's a lot that's going on in this space. And a lot of people have a lot of opinions. And and everybody knows Glenn has no problem sharing his. So let's just hang out, talk, and see where it goes. So I'm going to start off with playing one of my favorite songs. Andy Minio, Vendetta. Um, I play the bass for those that don't know. So, yeah, let's just jam out. my favorite thing about podcasting um that's a good question um what's my favorite thing about podcasting i would say like it's the ability to expand the conversation on thoughts you know when you have when you have like such polarizing opinions out there you know you have the media telling you it's either you're either this or either that and there's like no nuance. Like people think there's absolutely new, new, no nuance in things. And you know, if you take 
it's 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 the ability to share your opinion and to help people that are lost in trying to find theirs. They don't that don't know which way to you know to align. Um, it's to help insight. I mean, especially in this space. I mean, I'm in the I'm in the men's help space or whatever the manosphere. And um, you got you got everybody out here from all different points of view. And I try to give a a balanced approach to this space. I like to give a balanced approach to this um this 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 the the world that we live in and giving an a balanced approach will help people in my opinion have a better outlook on life have better relationships have better overall outcomes i think that's the important thing you know is that you know you don't get in this space trying to make money like i mean it's rare it's very few and far in between where you see people like pearl blow up you know, they have a whole lot of people backing her up. When you're independent, when you just have yourself and your mic and your camera, you know, you're not, you're just doing it to to help people. And, you know, I've been through a lot of things in life and um, there wasn't a whole lot of help. And I just want to be able to be that help. I mean, I found help through this space and, you know, I, I did be able to reach out to people, but like when you're in the middle of it, you don't really have a whole lot of help. So being that help is, you know, is important, is important. But thank you for that question, my love. Everybody knows that Coco's my girl. Her's my girl. Um, what made you want to start podcasting? Uh-huh. Same thing that you like about podcasting. What made me want to start podcasting? Oh, man. Um, so I saw a lot of different different things being said out there. There was a lot of different stuff being said. And I saw a lot of things being taken out of context and twisted and um, misconstrued to like fit a narrative. And I was like, that's not really legit. Like, that's not what this is supposed to be about. Like, that's not what anybody's saying here. It's not what these things mean. And when I saw that, I was like, no, let me, let me go in there and try to give a, a clearer um, perspective, a clearer analysis on this. And I, I, I enjoyed doing that. I enjoyed, um, uh connecting with people on different shows and, and stuff like that next question I'm not 
Oh, I'm messing this one up. Hold on. Sorry about that. Oh, Theo, that's a good question. Um, should Christian men still wait till marriage to have sex? Yes. Yes. And let me let me explain that, Theo, because just because the culture changed doesn't mean God's God's will and God's direction does not change. Um and just because it's acceptable now to be promiscuous and have a high body count or to get out there and get your reps in doesn't mean it's, it's according to God's will. And I think a, that has to be probably the biggest area that I have like the hardest time um, with the red pill is because I understand what, what, what like they're saying, especially when Rolo's out there saying like, you know, yeah, guys need to have, you know, spin plates. Now, mind you, Rolo doesn't say that you have to sleep with every woman that you're that's a plate. You don't have to sleep with all of them. And and I find that very important that people understand that that's not what's being said. Now, you could date multiple women but not sleep with any of them and maybe find one that you're going to commit to and then you get in a relationship with her and then you end up marrying her then then sleep with her. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Um but you do not Ideally, from a biblical point of view, no, you should not be sleeping with women. Um, there's something sacred to um, preserving yourself um, before and, until marriage. Now, let's ask from a realistic standpoint, is that something that's realistic these days in our culture? No, I, I think it's 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 almost... I think I would say it's a lot easier for guys than it is women. Um, I that's another good question. How should guys, how should Christian guys, men navigate this while being in the red pill space? It, it's navigate it like this. Everything that you learn from the red pill is a tool. Okay. Um it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, you have to follow these things. You have to do it this way. Everything in the red pill is a tool. So you take the tools that the red pill gives you and you apply it to your worldview. So if you have a biblical worldview, okay, what are some good things from the red pill that you could apply? Well, you could apply like frame one, understanding what your frame is. Okay. And how, and, and, and all the, also the red pill also reinforces the relationship dynamics where a woman is supposed to defer authority to her husband, right? And that's biblical. So you take the things that you apply that that, that are that align with your worldview and then you apply those. I don't think that just because the red pill says that um you know you should um you know date multiple women or you know stuff like that doesn't mean that guys in the red pill need to date multiple women if that's not what they want to do. You take what works for your worldview and apply it to your worldview. 
and the stuff that does not align with your worldview, you discard. Okay, you just, you toss aside. Was that, was that, is that a good, was that a good enough answer, Theo? You like that answer? And Coco, was that, was that good for you guys? Let's see, what other song do I want to play? Um, ah, September. One of my favorite songs. You know what? I was on this, so here's a funny thing. I was actually on set of this music video with James Arthur. I have a picture with him at this set of this music video because I was working with them. Yo, 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 what's up, Danny? Danny, I'm just doing a live Q&A, so ask whatever questions. I'm just here to answer questions. Um, but the cool thing was, is like, so the casting director for this music video of James Arthur September knew I was a fan of James Arthur. And um, she got me on set as, uh, I'm Italian, so she got me on set as, like, this music video has to do with the mob. So she had got me on set with, like, being um, the Italian, you know, mobster, you know, liaison to kind of help them navigate how to how to shoot it up uh let's see oh you were going to request september let me say yes i could just see how some men not know how to navigate the red pill space when it's telling men to get experience but that can be hard if they have a strong so experience doesn't necessarily mean sex so that's another thing like experience doesn't necessarily mean sex. It's also necessarily mean, it means like get experience with all different types of women from different backgrounds, right? Knowing how they operate, how they're, 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 how they, you know, interact with people, um, things like that. You know, that's, that's also experience. Doesn't necessarily have to be sexual experience. Now I will agree with Rolo says like men's mating strategy is to get unlimited sexual access you know, I, I break that down into one or two groups or three groups, okay? Guys want unlimited sexual access. So that could be unlimited sexual access from one person. Or that could mean unlimited sexual access from multiple people. It, or it could be from both. You know, I think if you're holding a biblical worldview and you have a Christian mindset, then you want to have unlimited, you want to find somebody that's going to give you unlimited sexual access from one person, your wife. And... That's ideal. I think that's what all men ideally want. Okay. I, I mean, I don't think guys really want, yes, there's guys out there that want to date multiple women, but you know what comes with that? And like that more women, more problems, more money, more problems. You know, it's like, do you, it's just, it's just, it's a headache. Now, if you're the type of guy that wants to navigate that, great. So be it. Do your thing. More power to you. I have nothing negative to say about that. That's do your thing. But if you're a guy that says, you know what? I just want to have a, a happy relationship. I want a wife that's always going to be available to me sexually. Then that's the, that's the route that you go. Go for that. Go after that and make sure that you're pursuing, you know, that and you find a woman that's willing to do that. And also you have to put reinforcements in there to where when things are, in your relationship, not falling on track, that you don't lose that from her. And she doesn't try to pull that away from you. And I think that might be a little harder to do. But if you find someone that that's able to fall into your frame, that, you know, is deferring, you know, authority to you, and you being the man maintaining 
that standard, I think that you shouldn't have that much of a hard time with that. But nowadays, yeah, it's a lot difficult with, with women these days. But I'm going to start playing September until I get another question in here. This was on a hot day, too. We filmed this shit fucking hot as hell. I think it was like, um, I don't know. It was like 102 degrees downtown Los Angeles. All right, cool. Is there any like red pill questions you guys have? Like any red pill, like things you're curious about? Like what what's something in the red pill that you hear that's conflicting? You know, like you're just you're not sure if you guys can really jive with it. No, Danny, that's not me singing. That's a. Uh, James Arthur. Love 
so I helped shoot that video, Danny. I was on set when um, with James Arthur was shooting that video. I have a picture with him. I'll, I'll probably put it up here. Um, I gotta find it first, but yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't sing. I don't sing. God gave me uh, plenty, many skills, and singing wasn't one of them. Acting in front of a camera was one. Playing an instrument was one. Um, rapping was one, but singing was not the one. I can't hear you over the track. Oh, my bad. Can you hear me now? Yeah. So, um, I don't, I don't sing Danny. I don't sing. Um, but what I was asking is that, does anybody have any questions that conflict that they, they, they just, they kind of, they have a hard time swallowing when it comes to the red pill. Like, is there anything or any relationship questions that guys have that you may want me to answer or any questions about anything you guys want me to answer? You guys do know I just released and opened up my consulting um, business um, where I am. I am a licensed life coach now, so I am here to answer questions as well. Um so I just want to be able to take this time and give everybody the opportunity to ask whatever questions. Oh, you can hear me now five times. Perfect. Cool. 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 So yeah, you, you know, throw your questions my way and I'll, I'll do my best to answer them. How about we play some uh, Nickelback just for old time's sake? Coco got a question. Let me turn this down. All right. So the question is, I know sometimes it can be difficult to really break down what Rollo says. I'm struggling with that. How can men get better clarification on the message? Well, what I need, I need an example. Like what message are you having a hard time, um, you know, dealing with? If I know the question that you are struggling with, then it would be a lot easier for me to break it down. Cause if you just give me the question, the way you're giving it to me, like right now, it's very general. Um, then it, it's a little difficult to really um, explain that if that makes sense. Cause if I don't really know what 
topic you're having a hard time, you know, digesting, then it's a harder for me to um, do a general question. Does that make sense? You know, it's funny as, as red pill as I am, like, I'll be straight up. I love playing my bass to like ballads, like love songs and shit. It's my favorite thing. Um, you have to think of one. Um, okay. Yeah. Think about it. I'm going to play some more sappy songs just because that's why I enjoy playing the most. Um, and, uh, Danny, I know you got questions. I'm waiting for Danny to try to stump me because Danny got some, Danny got them questions, boy. I'm telling you. Here we go. Until then, if I, I'll be playing until I see a thing pop up, a question pop up. So here we go. Okay, we got a few one. Here we, here we go. 
Um, let's see. Danny says, I have been confused about that Coco. I refer to that as autism dial. Men have a gradually get to know the difference between talking and red pill lessons, literally, versus re taking red pill lessons <laughs> seriously. You're right, Danny. That's true. That's 100% facts. There, There is an autism dial. Like, that's true. Like, 100%. Okay, Coco goes, hmm, okay, Danny. Well, for instance... When I first started listening to Rollo, he came off very anti-woman slash marriage, but he isn't that at all. Very true. Uh, Theo comes in with, um, what does red pill mean by frame? And is it something you can gain or lose? Yes. Yes. Great question, Theo. All right. So frame. Okay. The best way to explain frame is this. Frame is the is it's, it's it's the box or view or boundaries that you live in, right? So when when it's when it's called controlling frame, when you when you have frame control, when you live in your frame, you're living in your worldview. The things that you allow and won't allow are defined, and you're not going to surrender that for anybody. Okay, so for instance. I have my frame and in my frame, my woman doesn't dress very provocatively and she doesn't behave very promiscuously. Okay. That's, that's, that's for me. That's mine. All right. And, and if she does step out of that, then she is signaling to me that she doesn't want to be in my frame. Well, if in order to be in a relationship with me, you have to be in my frame, then Anytime that she is stepping out of that and she's doing something that's out of my frame, she's signaling that she doesn't want to be in my frame. Therefore, she doesn't want to be in a relationship with me. So my frame is something that I live by. It's my worldview. It's how I conduct my life. And I make sure that I'm in control of the things that go on in my life. I don't let someone else control those things. So if, let's say, for for instance, Coco wanted to dress like a, a floozy, and start going out on the weekends with the homegirls, and that's what she was doing, well, then she is telling me indirectly that she doesn't want to be in this relationship with me. So then I make moves to, 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 to understand that. So you have to conduct your frame. Your frame has to have boundaries, what you will accept and what you won't accept. It's not about controlling people. Controlling frame does not mean you're controlling people. Controlling frame means you're controlling what you are willing to allow in your life and what you won't allow in your life. So if certain people are doing bad behaviors that you don't want in your life, then you remove them from your life. And then when they ask you why they are removed out of your life, it simply is, look, I don't want that in my life. I'm not trying to judge you. You could do whatever you want but I can't have that in my life. So basically frame is choosing to not surrender the values and direction that you want your life to go for any person. All right. Because we, as we see relationships break apart, I think it's 54% of divorces you know, end in divorce or 54% of marriages end in divorce. So since there's such a high, you know, threshold of divorce rate, 
then maintaining your frame is important, especially for the guys. Guys, if your woman is not willing to fall into your frame, then one, she's not willing to fall into your authority and allow you to lead. And if she's not willing to allow you to lead, then you don't have a relationship. You're going to be constantly butting heads with her or trying to negotiate things with her. And you don't, you can't have that. You can't, one, you can't negotiate desire and you should not have to negotiate your positions in life. Think about this, right? The Bible says that the man is the head of the household, right? If the man is the head of the household, that means the man is supposed to be leading this household and leading this family, right? So how can he do that if he's taking orders or always fighting with the second in command? If I'm the general, who the hell, why am I fighting with the lieutenant? What's the point of me fighting with the lieutenant if I'm the general? If I'm the general, I'm 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 the one that makes the final decisions. General, this here's my orders. Okay, lieutenant, execute my orders. If my lieutenant comes back at me and says, I don't want to execute these orders, I want to do different orders. Well, that lieutenant has just started, that lieutenant just has defied a direct order and deserves punishment. There should be some consequence to that. In the military, you do that in a time of war, your grass is going in the brig. Okay, you don't you don't do that. You don't do that at all. So if you're going to have if you're the general and you're leading and you're constantly arguing with the second in command, that person is constantly telling you that she's challenging your authority and she wants your authority. And a lot of guys, what they tend to do is they tend to be like. Happy wife, happy life. They want to defer. Um, you know, they want to appease. They want them. They, they don't want to piss off the wife. So what they try to do is, they try to please her. Okay, okay, and then negotiate that. Well, guess what? That in the long run is not going to work. That in the long run is going to just prove to her that you are not the man that you need to be. Because if you're so easily manipulated to do what she wants, what else are you going to be easily manipulated to do? Um, how does one determine what his frame looks like in a world so toxic like today? Is it more difficult to find for men to find someone who will follow his lead? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you look at the way society is right now. They tell you got women, they're telling women, like, just get with guys to get married and then divorce them, you know, get the bad girls. They're treating they're treating marriage like it's a job promotion. Um, I think guys need to structure their relationships better and vet these women better. Um, and before you you get into something like marriage, um, have a marriage contract drawn up. Um, definitely have prenups put in place. Um, and in that marriage contract. State exactly what you expect from each other. Yeah, yeah, there's, that's exactly the difference. It's the difference between domineering, dominance and domineering. Who wants to live with someone that's domineering? Nobody. Exactly. It is dripping poison. Exactly. Um, the way that guys, I figure, you know, because I honestly...
And I said this on rule zero when I was with, you know, Rolo and Mike Sartain and those guys was that, you know what? I don't think guys really have a problem in the space with marriage. They have a problem with divorce. And I think men need to be able to be aware of how to um, protect themselves in divorce. And there has to be, and I, I need to do a deeper dive into this myself um, to give the information, but I do believe that there's ways that you could structure um, your marriage contract. Because that's what it is. When, you get, when you're getting married with the state, it's a contract. So, you know, I think there needs to be a marriage contract in place that states what's expected, what, what grounds, especially when it comes to divorce, what grounds will you, are you guys in agreement for divorce under, you know, and make it, you know, specify it, say, even if the state doesn't allow you guys to, you know, that has no fault, you know, um, I still think you guys should be able to make a marriage contract that says, okay, you know what? Although this state allows no fault, here's our marriage contract that says there has to be a fault. And these are the things that are listed as fault reasons for divorce. Um, and and I don't know if it will hold up in court, but, you know, I think it should personally. But, yeah, it's a little it's it's a little tricky, but I definitely think guys need to vet women better. Um, and definitely get themselves some financial protection, whether, you know, what I mean by that is, you know, have the. Uh, you know, a prenup put in place, a postnup put in place, um, and something that defines exactly what they expect in their marriage. So if one of you two are falling out of it, then you could say, look, okay, this is what we agreed to. Uh, you're not following the agreement to the T. And because of that, you know, we, we, we are on the grounds for divorce at that point. <sighs> any next, any more questions? This has been fun, you guys. Got four viewers. This is awesome. And I got good, some really good questions thrown in here. Now, have you guys seen any of my like spoofs or like my parodies or my, uh, you know, little, um, oh, what do you say? Yeah, I, I, I reject no fault divorce also. I think it's literally the worst thing you know, for marriage. Um, because if it bases it, if you base everything off feelings, you know, feelings change. Feelings are fleeting. You can't always be happy. Things are not always going to be great. You know, it, it's just like, how can you base anything off feelings? Oh, yeah. You like the Dr. Phil one, Danny? Dr. Phil was pretty funny. Dr. Phil was funny. That was fun. 
took a lot to get ready for that, though. But it was fun. So I got five viewers in here. Can, can I just ask that you guys give me like at least five likes? Can I get can I get five likes for this video? Can, can we get the like button, please? I don't know how many likes we got, but I don't think we got five. Let's see. I got no likes. I got four viewers and no likes. Man, you guys must not like me like what I'm saying. Hit the like button. It helps out with the algorithm. Let's see. You feel that the, I feel the modern church has left men handicapped when it comes to the, yes. Well, because the modern church, um, Theo, only, um, well, really what they, what they only do is they only teach men the servant leadership model. And the servant, servant leadership model is not always the best model, in my opinion. Um, if you ask me, the thir- servant leadership model is um, detrimental to guys. It, it, it forces guys to, take bad behavior and there's no consequence to women in, especially with the church. Here's another thing. The church only is preaching to 50% of their population. The church is only preaching to men. They're not preaching to women. We never hear the church tell women, you know, how to, how to behave or that they should, you know, be, you know, treat their husbands with certain respect or, you know, um, that they should, you know, submit to their husbands or defer authority to their husbands. No, we, we, we don't hear that from the church. We hear the church tell men, you know, like you need to do better. You need to be better, you know, and, and and the church teaches, you know, that women are equal to men. And it's like, you're equal in importance, but not equal in authority, you know, you know, it's like, it, the modern day church is not only crippling men, it, it uplifts women into positions that they're not supposed to be in. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, like Danny, you're right. Like women, these modern day Gen Z girls will be doing that. Like, you know, um, they're going to try to like cash out and be like, oh, I'm out of this. You know, I'm not happy. I'm out. Well, you know, that's what that's where like the divorce, the new more, new divorce is all abused. It's like, you know, they need to input like some stipulations there to where it's like, you know, 
if you guys want to get out, fine, you get out, but you don't get to leave with everything that you came with. That's it. You don't get anything more. I think that's what divorce should be like. If, if you want a divorce, right. And there is no like abuse. There's no like infidelity going on. You're just unhappy. Then fine. You should be able to leave with just what you brought in. You don't get to take anything away from the marriage. That's how I look at it. If you're, if you want to divorce somebody because you're unhappy, then you should be able to just leave with the things that you brought into the marriage. So if you brought a car and your clothes and your furniture, then that's what you take with you. That's just my opinion. Unless now if both people are unhappy and they both want out of it, then fine. Then you split everything down the middle. But if you both, if you just want out and the other party wants to stay in, then you get to take in, take the things that you brought into it. So how can a man vet women better? Men need to stop putting pussy on the pedestal. Stop thinking about like, here's the thing, guys. Like, this is probably going to piss off a lot of women. But there's, there's certain things that men, you should be able to expect from your wife, right? That is just expected. Okay? And... If women, if if your wife does this, that means she's being she's doing what's expected. And a lot of people want to get praised for doing what's expected. You know, it's like this: like if I hire you for a job, and you're doing everything that's in the job description, I'm not going to give you a raise. You're not going to get a promotion. Why? Because you're doing your job, and you get you get to maintain your employment because you're doing your job. Well, how do you get a raise? How do you get, you know, a promotion when you show and you display that you could you're willing to go above and beyond your job description? So, let me explain that with a marriage. If your wife, you know, says like, "Well, I have sex with you. I don't argue with you." You know, um so I'm better than most of these women. No. Yeah, you may be better than most of these women, but you're doing what's expected. So you're telling me I should reward you for doing what you're you're supposed to do? You know, like, I'm not going to reward. Why should I reward you for doing what you're supposed to do to begin with? Like, go above and beyond if you want you want to be rewarded. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, should guys be able to tell their wives like, Hey, you know what? I pay all the bills, you know, and, and I, I you know, I, I pay for these trips and, and I pay for your lifestyle and I'm always here for you. Like I should be able to do, no, that's what's expected. That's what women expect from their men to do. So there's expectations ladies that you have to do that are just bare minimum. Like men should never have to like, Beg their women for sex. I think that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. And if like, if I see it, if I hear a dude that has happened to beg his woman to sleep with them, it's like almost like, what? Do you know that's not even biblical? Like for those that are Christians, you know, that's not even biblical. Ladies, your body is not yours. Once you get married, that's your husband's. That's what the Bible says. And unless you guys are taking time away for prayer, 
that you agree upon, then she can't tell you no, biblically. Now, the law will say something different, but, like, it's if that's the case, then, you know, if these women are not doing that, like, if she's not putting out and she's making you jump through hoops, it's almost like saying, now you have to qualify to get sex when that's not even hers to give, like, it's not even hers to take away from you. Once you get married, that's yours. So why is she even, who give her the power to take that away? Danny, people conflate equality with being the same. Exactly. We are absolutely equal as in far as the law, but as far as rights and protection, no. But we are not equal the same whatsoever. We're not equal, and we shouldn't be. You're right. We're not equal, and we shouldn't be. But we are equal in the sense of um, of value. I say we're equal in the sense of value, but not purpose or function. Yep. Well, did you see that video, Danny, on the late night breakdown um, where we're talking about women um, uh, getting in fights, like fighting dudes? Let me see if I could pull that up um, and share it. I'll share it since you brought that up. Um. Mm. Oh, here we go. Let me, let me share this. Um, as far as podcasting, video editing, or audio editing, reach out to Glenn. He's a solid asset in this space, especially in the men's community. And I hate to say it, the Manosphere, he's working with some big names. I guarantee you, you won't be disappointed. So today on this late, uh, on the Late Night Breakdown podcast, we're going to be talking some controversial stuff. Glenn, how are you doing today, buddy? Oh, man, I'm doing good. Thank you for that plug, man. That was amazing. Thank you. Man, did yeah, you do you amazing know, um, work? You're the magician. I'm, I'm the man behind the scenes that do some pull some strings. You know what I'm saying? That's right, strings. baby. Um, um, but, you know, today we can into something real, real spicy. You know, I, I really don't think a lot of people are going to like this topic. We are about to get a little, little spicy. And you know what? Um, you know, if you have kids in the room, let me just tell you right now, get your kids out of the room. Yeah, yeah if you have kids in the room, get your kids, leave the room. Hide your kids, hide your wives, you know. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. 18 plus, please. 18 plus. Yeah, this is this is this is this is a real deal here. So, mm-hmm. you guys, um, this is this is ridiculous. This is getting really ridiculous when uh, we start seeing things like this take place in 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 anywhere. Nobody likes to see what I'm about to show you happen, but it happens because for for a specific reason. Yeah. And it happens because women, well, just here you go.
That was a hard slap. But why do girls think they could get away with this shit? Why do, why do women do this? Why do girls think they could do this? The guy's backing up, not wanting any problems. She hits him, and then he decks her. After being spit on and hit, RTA bus driver Artis Hughes simply had enough. I mean, think about it. Like, why why do why do women think that this Still is acceptable? The like, why do you think they the can get away cut, with this behavior? Hughes told another passenger. I have no problem with what he said. All right, all right, that's enough. That's enough. My goodness, man. Bill, what My do you goodness. think about that, man? Like, I look at, I see things. I look like at, this, you know, all over Steve. Like, why, why, why do they think that's okay? What do you guys think about that video? Do you think that's like? Do you think that's appropriate? Do you think women should be able to behave that way? What do you guys think? Do you guys think that like women should be able to hit guys and and there not be a, an issue with it? Do you think guys should just take it on the chin? Do you guys think? Do you guys think that guys should just be able to take you know that type of uh, abuse from women and get hit for no you know for whatever reason on the chin and just walk away from it? Out of curiosity, just want just want to get everybody's idea, their thoughts. Equal rights, equal fights. Hey, I'm all about equality. You know, you could equally, you can have the right to equally catch these hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel you, Theo. Like, the way I look at it is like, I look at anybody that's trying to do harm to me as a threat. Now, being prior military, my job, I was trained to neutralize the threat. The threat is not a gender. The threat is whatever is trying to come at me to do harm to me. And that means I will protect myself by any means necessary. And that means that I will do what I must to protect my body. If that means I need to knock this broad out, then I'll knock her out. If that's going to be the quickest way to end the threat, then that's what I'll have to do. Now, at the same time, society will tell you, well, that's not right. You're, you're an asshole for doing that. Am I an asshole? Or am I just trying to protect myself? Which one is it? So if being an asshole is trying to protect yourself, then sure, I'll be an asshole. I'm an asshole then. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, I don't think these women are going around saying, hit me, hit me. I dare you to hit me. Like, no, I'm thinking like if a girl comes up to you, punches you in the face, right, or slaps you in the face, you know, is a guy supposed to just stand there and, and just, just take it and not defend himself? You know what I'm saying? You know, like, you know what comes with equal rights? Equal lefts. <laughs> Mm 
That's true. The one girl did. The one girl was like, hit me, hit me. I dare you to hit. You see what happened? She got hit and she got, she flew. That brought flew back. It was like the Matrix. What is your guys' thoughts on What's your guys' thoughts on the space? Like the red pill space? Like what's the pros? What's the cons? Um, what would you say like is the well let me get this, let me do this better. What do you guys say is the problem in this space? I'm waiting for Theo because Theo got some good questions. Theo came out with some good questions tonight. So thank you, Theo, for the good questions. What? You're kidding, Danny. That is crazy. See, yeah. See, Coco, I, I I understand what you're saying. But sometimes, like, they're not just coming up to you with one hit and they're walking away. Like, they're coming at you flailing. And it's like, you know, a shove is, may not do anything. That may not stop them. I think you just sometimes, I think I think it just depends on the situation, you know. Um, it, it depends on the situation, but Danny, that's crazy. They punctured dude's torso with heels. That's wild, bro. That is wild. I can't believe that. That is insane. Um... And Theo, oh, there's too many grifters? Yeah, I agree. I agree there's way too many grifters in this space. I would say that has to be one of the biggest problems I have in this space is that everybody's trying to sell you something, right? Everybody's trying to sell you something. There's always there's always something somebody's trying to sell you. They want to sell you this course. Hey, if you're having a problem with this, take my course over here and you're going to be great at doing X, Y, and Z. And it's just like, a course? Everything's a course. Everything's, you know, a course. It's like, why? And sometimes, like, the courses are not even, like, that good. It's like, it's like they, they buy, they get you to buy in on a course just so you could buy in on another course. Because, you know, well, this course will only teach you this much. But you know what? You buy this course, then you'll get step two of how to get over whatever situation. Yeah, there's a lot of grifters, bro. 
and that's one of my biggest issues with this space is all the grifters and all the grifting that goes on. I, I try, I, like I said, I just started doing the coaching and like I said, I said it to be like, it's not even, it's not even, I mean, I would do it damn near free. I mean, the price is already damn near free, but I did it that way. And I had to put some, some form of, you know, cost to it because, you know, I'm going to be giving that time to that individual that could be going to someone else that really wants, that really wants it. And the best way to do that, like to let people know, to see how invested people are is, is by charging them something. So there's a difference between people that are really trying, like, I'm not going to sell you a course. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. That's not my thing. But like, if somebody wants to hit me up and like, Glenn, you know, I got, I got a problem with this. Do you know how, how I could address this issue? And if it's something that I have experience in and I know how to, you know, get you the tools to help you get through it, I'll definitely, you know, help you. If I don't, I'm the type of guy that'd be like, look, you know what? I can't help you fix this. So I'm not, I'm going to give you a refund for this hour or whatever. But you know what? This person I know over here, they could help you. And I will contact them and I will have them reach out to you or you could reach out to them and they will know that you're, they'll be expecting you to reach out to them and they'll help you out. You know, like that's how I, that's how I plan on doing, um, you know, my coaching is like, if it's something that I can help you with, then I'm going to help you and we can work out that, that, that cost. But if it's something that I don't have experience in, or I don't feel that I am um, qualified to help you with, I'll definitely point you in the right direction and give you a refund for that, that service, because I don't want to take anybody's money that, that doesn't deserve it. Um, hold on. Let's see. Oh, Danny, why did the message get deleted? Hold on, I got a message. Danny, one of your messages got deleted. You know, the one that says been stomped out by three psycho chicks in high heels. Yeah, that one got deleted, but it says, the first one says, uh, the thing is we men are still being taught as boys, don't hit girls. Imagine that guy wouldn't have had the psychological shackles of his conditioning. Maybe he would have fought back and not been stomped out by, yeah, yeah. No, seriously, I... I you know, I I think guys need to realize that you're, a threat is a threat. It does not matter what gender it is. If a woman or a man, anybody, is coming at you trying to physically cause you harm, you have the right to stand your ground and defend yourself and neutralize that threat by any means necessary. And if that means you need to knock them out and put them on their ass, then knock them out and put them on their ass. You have the right to defend yourself. You are not anybody's punching bag. Okay, you do not have to take any type of physical abuse. And ladies, that goes for you too. Guys don't no dude has the right to come over and put hands on you. I don't care who he is. Like, you know, guys don't have the right to do that. Nobody has the right to just hit somebody for no fucking reason. And if somebody hits you, you have the right to defend yourself by any means necessary. If that means you need to put them on their ass, then you put them on their ass. But back to Theo. No, I agree with you, man. There's there's too many grifters in this space. And people need to stop, like, listen to the creators that you listen to. Listen to the people you're talking to. And if they are constantly 
trying to push you selling, buying their program or buying their, buying their community thing, you know, ask yourself, what is really, what start asking them? Like, I would no problem being like, so what do I gain from purchasing your, your package or your, your course or like, what guarantees do I, what do I get? What What's the cost value? Why, why is it valued at this rate? You know, like, you know, um, yeah, YouTube, you know, got your comment, Danny, but like, you know, some of these people now, now there's some, there's some legitimate people that are out there trying to help people like Paul from apex mindset. I would, I'm telling you right now, I would, I would recommend his courses. I have done them. So if you guys don't know, like I used to, Paul was my coach when I was going through my divorce. Like I was paying Paul good money for one-on-one coaching to get, help me get through things. And I've been able to sit on this program and um, yeah, no dude, solid. He really is out there trying to help people out. He's not trying to just, he's not a grifter. He's making these courses and building these programs to really help guys. But like, and I only can say that because I've been through his stuff and I could vet his stuff out and I could verify it. There's a lot of people out there that doing all these courses that I haven't tried and I wouldn't even recommend. Um, Another good course that I would say, you know, and, and this is, it would be, um, it's uh, the mindset course from Paul Come On Man podcast. That's another good one. He actually asked me to to review his course for him because um, he knows I'm really skeptical about courses and stuff. And I did. And, you know, I thought it was a very solid course, but there's like all these guys like, oh yeah, sign up for my course and I'll help you to pick up chicks or I'll help you to you know, learn how to text better so you can work on your text game. Like, come on, man. If you, if, if you need help learning how to text somebody, then that means I don't even know if you're good enough to talk to somebody in person. You know, like if you have a problem texting, then what's your in-person communication like? I mean, there, there's, you have to go back further, you know, there, there's more help that you need than, than just texting. But I agree. There's way too many grifters, dude. There's way too many grifters. <sighs> All right. So we are at the hour and 10 minute mark um, on my end. Um, how about this? I'm going to keep it open a couple more minutes for any final questions. And again, you don't have to send a question, but if you have any final questions, this will be the time to throw it in there. Um, ask me anything. I'll do my best to answer. And, um, you know, I'll... I'll try to answer these questions. I'm going to leave it open. We'll go on my clock. It's an hour and 11 minutes so far. So I'm going to go for an hour and 20 total. So any last questions will be the time to ask them. Um, would you say, Danny, Danny, I wouldn't mind taking Paul Benjamin's course later. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Trust me. And just so you know, Phil Foster and I, so, all right. I'm, I'm going to give you guys an exclusive here. Um, Danny, um, 
Phil Foster and I are going to be launching a business together in within the next year. Um, it's going to be a media company um, out of Texas. So I will be re- relocating to Dallas, Texas within the year. Um, we have been working on a deal that would work best for both of us. And I will be working with Phil Foster on all his um, promotions, all his websites and all his, you know, videography, his footage and stuff like that. So um, when it comes to his his uh, TRT program and treatment plan, I will be working hands-on with him, helping him create that website and launch that out. It's going to be great. Um, I'm excited about this. I know Phil's excited about this. Um, we are going to be doing something different, you know, and it's a dude, this is a huge leap for both of us. Um, it's, it's a little scary because, uh, you know, I'm, it's going to require me moving, moving out of LA, moving to Dallas. Um, and that's a little nerve wracking, you know, uh, it's, it's a little nerve wracking because, um, the industry I work in is out here. You know, there's a lot of things that I have out here, family and stuff, and moving to a different state, starting from scratch. It's a little scary, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to what we're going to be doing together. I really enjoy doing the late night breakdown podcast with him. And um, I'm looking forward to expanding upon that even more. So, um, yeah, that's the first grind for me. My first grind right now is to get the money situated to cover the move and all that stuff. So that's what I'm working on right now. But you'll see a lot more of me and Phil soon. Um, I think Phil and I have a great collaboration. I think I collaborate pretty well with anybody. Honestly, I think I'm a pretty easygoing person to collaborate with. Um. That's just my opinion. My opinion. Uh, I thought I did great. I did a great collaboration with Huds when we did um, uh, Your Big Brothers. And I think I do a great collaboration with Thor when we were on the Dragon Ship and when we have done um, the Trident together. But, you know, at this point in my life, I I need to work on something that's going to be what I really want to do. And I really want to own a production company. And the great thing about owning a production company, um, see you next time, Theo. I appreciate you, bro. Um, the great thing about owning a production company is that we could put out red, more red pill content. We could put out more content that's congruent with what we believe and what we want to, you know, promote. And that is something that we plan on doing. Um, and especially with the, if running a production company and starting off small, and you know, then building it out, we could we could be definitely be a we could definitely be um, a very good uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We could we could we could combat and challenge, you know, what Hollywood puts out. You know, we could put out shows, we could put out movies. We could film this stuff that we want to film 
and put it out there so that people we don't have to just deal with the Hollywood BS. We could we could have our own, you know, product out there. And whether that means we throw it on YouTube or whatever. Um oh great. Now you want to hear me around. All right. Um all right, help me think. Um it's gonna be something that I, I wrote a long time ago. Let's see. Uh I wasn't born in the street with palm trees with bitches. I was born in the hood with six foes and switches. 16 on the block. I had to make ends meet. I carried my heat on the block. I leave you dead in the street with a heart cold as stone. You couldn't sit on my throne. You disrespect me again. You wouldn't find your way home because I was dipping and flipping with gang bangers who's cripping. Ripping the wrong set, dog, and you could end up missing. That's how it is on the West. Watch your back, guard your chest, or feel this pain as it crippled your flesh. It's painful to backtrack. Remember the crack sacks with backpacks of black straps clutching down that damn yeah, I've been changing my ways. I'm raising kids these days. Had a child on the way, but this world ain't safe. We got to do our thing now. Come on, get it right now. We got to change this world. We got youngins on the prowl. Or a little bit different is like, um, I'm from the land of the milk and honey. Got milk, yep, pimp. I got bunnies. I got bunnies on the block. I make a lot of money. I'm from the state where the forecast is always sunny. Cause out here on the West, we control our fate, avoid being property of the fucking state. I pulled my gun first. You were way too late. Black pick up the shells to avoid a case at high noon is going down with those goons. Roll up on some dubs in front of the saloon in the wild West. We aim mid chest, take what we want and give the crows the rest. I'm quick draw McGraw. I'm leaving people in all. I have you second guessing to what you think you saw. That's California where the boys will up on you. Think twice before you cross the corner. There you go. That's all you get out of me, Danny. That's all you get. If I had some super chats, I would better get some super chats, but I don't have no super chat privileges yet, but that would have got some super chats. (sighs) Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Um, I, I used to be part of a rap group. I opened up for Bone Thugs and Harmony in 2000. Um, did a couple other things, did a couple of studio recordings and stuff like that. Yeah. It was many moons ago, many, many moons ago. But you know what, before I wrap up, let me ask you guys this question. Um, what is a topic you guys want me to talk about next? Um, I have a couple ideas, right? And um, one of them, <laughs> thank you, Danny. Uh, one of them is, um, it, it, it's, it has to do with false allegations. I think that one is important to do. And, and honestly, I'm working on that one. You know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to preview guys something, you know, this is something I've been working on and um, honestly, it's probably going to piss off some people. Um, But let me show you guys something. And I'm working on, I'm working on getting this. I'm trying to raise some funds for this video because I'm trying to make a documentary out of this. 
and I think it's important. If this is a really important documentary, um, and I don't know how far it's going to go, um, but I, man, if I had like, you know, a couple grand to kind of put this documentary together, it would be really, it will be awesome to do. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to network with some people. Phil Foster is a part of this documentary. Um, I pitched it to Rolo. Rolo said that he's thinking about it. Uh, me and him are going to talk later about it. Um, and I'm just trying to get some other people involved in this, but I'm going to play you guys this video and you guys tell me what you guys think. Tell me if you guys think this is an interesting documentary to, to do and topic you guys want me to talk about. But hold on one second while I get this loaded up here. Um, okay, cool. Hold on one second. It's not supposed to be playing. Stop talking. Hold on. Here we go. Let's just. All right. Here we go. Share. Uh, Windows Media Player. Hold on. Let me do entire screen because that way. Share screen, move this over, screen two. Okay, there we go. You guys tell me what you guys think. Work your way up to the front of the march and there she is. For the women of the world, for the women of the world. I expect the men in this country and the men in this committee, and many of them, because we all signed on to this letter to uh, demand an FBI investigation, but really, guess who's perpetuating all of these kinds of actions? It's the men in this country, and I just want to say to the men in this country, just shut up and step up. Do the right thing. shared tens of thousands of times on Facebook, and it's been tweeted every 10 seconds for days now. The main intention of the Enliven Project, the advocacy group that created the graphic, was to debunk the notion that false accusations of rape are common. A look at the lower right-hand corner shows that only a small percentage of rape accusations are false. What if I told you that the 8% of false accusations that they report, that they report, is actually more than you think. Is actually more than you what think. What if I told you that? What if I told you that 8% 20 million equals 20 million have been falsely accused. Have been falsely what accused. What if I told you? What if I told you that 62% of those accusations were made by women? Were made by women. Would you still would you still believe them all now? A promising college football player's life dreams shattered as he was. Life, life, life. Accuser, 19-year-old Nick 
Kristen Uvino told police that she went to a party where two football players forced her to have sex in a bathroom. She had sex willingly and was afraid that if she admitted that, another student wouldn't want to date her. Manzel, in your lie detector test, did you have did you have any sexual contact with any of your Miss Yvonne took a lie detector test and said, Did you make up did you make up or exaggerate with the intention to harm myself? She responded the answer was the answer was so Miss Yvonne, is anything that you need to say to us? Why didn't you fight for him? Why didn't you fight for him? If you knew, excuse me, and what is it that he could have said? That he could have said that would have made you that would have made you not believe the lie. You, Miss Yvonne. What do you guys think? You guys tell me. What do you guys think? Oh, am I still showing that screen here? Let me close that screen out. What do you guys think? What are you guys' thoughts? You guys think that's something I should do? You guys tell me. I think it's a good topic. It is a tragic, it's a tragedy. Do you think it's something that I should cover? I think I will, Danny. I think I will. I think I'm going to have to do it. Um, I, I just want I want to get more people involved in it. Like I, I would love to find like um, find a former police officer to interview. Uh, maybe a, a former prosecutor to interview. Um, and talk about some things, question them about some things. Um, and talk to maybe somebody that has formerly been accused of false allegations. See, like when we think of false allegations, we think of it in the sexual context and that's not necessarily true. The majority of false allegations happens in divorce. 
So I would love to talk to guys that have been falsely accused in divorce as well and see how that has um, played out in their case, because that would align with uh, malicious mother syndrome, Danny. Um, so I think it could kill two birds with one stone with that. So what are you guys' thoughts? Danny says yes. Um, I have two other viewers in here. So to the other viewers, you know, let me know what you guys think. Um, leave me, leave me a comment in the chat or leave a comment after the stream. Tell me what you guys think. Um, but yeah, I think those are all great, uh, topics, Danny. I'll definitely start working on them. Definitely will. But you guys, it is now, let's see what time it is. It's midnight over here. So I think I'm going to call this stream, call it for the night. Thank you for your guys' time. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. And um, until next time, peace.